Hello, PodFam. It's Laura and Rachel here. We just want to acknowledge that the episode you're about to listen to was recorded before Ukraine had been invaded. Our hearts go out to the families and individuals who have been affected by this horrific event. There are no words to describe what's been going on and the impact that it's having on the people in Ukraine. And we think that for us, it's very important that we do everything we can to support them. So we do encourage our listeners to look at different ways, if you are able to, to donate to the people of Ukraine. And if not, just continue to create awareness about what's going on, because there is a lot of misinformation going around out there. And we think that we have a duty to make sure that we continue to create awareness and promote the truth. Yes. So we hope that this episode is just an inspiration and a way of looking forward to a time when everyone is able to live in peace and have the freedom to travel where they wish to travel. Enjoy. Hello, PodFam, and hello, Rachel. How are you today? I am doing good, Laura. How are you today? I am good. I'm staying at my mom's house tonight, just kind of helping her look after her dog while her partner is away. And um, I have to just applaud my mother's commitment to a certain TV show. Oh, really? Yes. What is it? Well, for those who know, it's it's the y r And for those who don't, it's The Young and the Restless. All right. (laughs) Have you ever watched The Young and the Restless? No. No, I haven't. Well, it's one of the oldest soap operas on television. Uh, It's been on since 1973. Love it. And that is when my mother started watching it. Love it. If that's not dedication, I don't know what is. Also, that's like the most your mom thing ever. Right? And I can see that. Yeah, like my whole childhood, I always knew it was like, oh man, the YNR is on. Like, don't bug mom. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. busy. And mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. Um, all my whole life, I've like kind of like jumped in and out of where all the different characters are. Yeah. And tonight was like the Valentine's Day episode and mm-hmm. something was going on with Victor. And I'm like, oh my God, mom, is Victor sick? She just puts her hand up. We don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I love love it. I love this. (laughs) I can I can picture her doing it so clearly too. Right? Yes. She's like, we don't know. Okay, we don't know. (laughs) Yes. And I like I can hear it in her tone of voice and just like the way she would express it. Yes. (laughs) So we are wishing Victor Newman all the best. (laughs) I hope he's okay. I mean, I hope he's okay. He's been on the show for over forty years, so I hope he's okay too. True. Well, maybe he's just kind of like, all right, finally, it's time to leave. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think he's died like a few times in the past like 20 years. So. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, sounds good. Anyway, soap operas aside, what kind of tea are you drinking tonight? I am having my herbal tea called Everyday Detox. Ooh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I had it a few weeks ago. I honestly lose track of what tea I have every single week, but my tea infuser was dirty and this one comes in a tea bag. So I was like, you know what? There it is. Convenient. That's the solution. Yep. 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 It's pretty good. It's still pretty hot though, so I haven't had my first sip yet, but what are you having? Ah, well, with getting to stay at my mom's house, I also get to raid her tea pantry. Mm. And so tonight I selected Georgia peach rooibos. Sounds delicious. I feel like you've had that like four times today. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm not going to lie. It's the same teapot that I just keep refilling, but it's a really uh, strong tea. I mean, true. um, I've gotten a lot of brew times out of it, so... Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's it's pretty good. Good. Well, let's crack into it then. What are we going to be talking about tonight? I'm actually very excited for this one. Yeah, yeah. So this episode tonight, it's kind of at a time where the world is just starting to open back up again yeah. for us, at least for us in Canada. And I know that's where like majority of our audience is. And you know, it's been a really long time since we've been able to go anywhere. Like outside of our town. And, you know, people are just starting to get back out there again. And we just wanted to get inspired, um, you mm-hmm. know, for ourselves, for our listeners. So we can just have something to look forward to because it's been a really long two years. Yeah. And Rachel, I know you and I, like, we haven't left the country in like three years. Yeah, which is really weird for us too because, like, we were pretty big travelers before all of this happened. And like, I'm only just now getting to that point where I'm like, okay, I'll like dip my toe in again, which is very weird for me. Like how kind of, I don't just weird I feel about it. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I want to get back to that part of myself now that it feels like the world is opening up to let me do so. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I like, I just want to remember that part of myself and just feel that person that like really wanted adventure because we've talked about it many times the last few episodes, but like I have gotten very complacent with just like being a homebody, which I love as I'm getting older because I find like it's helping me focus on my goals a bit more. But it's also like when I think back to little 22 year old me, I was not that way at all. I was like, oh, I got like $2 in my bank account. Put me on a plane. I'll find a way to get there. Yeah, exactly. And I was just kind of thinking back to last week's episode where we were talking about going out Mm -hmm. and doing things for yourself. And we did touch a little bit on the traveling. But for me as well, it was almost like really weird to plan something and Mm -hmm. then to go out and do it. And travel just seems like that much bigger of a step only because there's so many more elements that go into it and a lot more cost. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like we almost have to remember how we did it and why. (laughs) Yeah, because definitely there are times when I'm just like, I used to go places. What a concept. But I felt like, you know, I wasn't ready, nor did I feel like it was a time in my life to travel, at least within the last year when people started to travel again. But now it's starting to feel like that like pulse of like, all right, let's get back out into the world and experience new things. Mm So if we're feeling that way, I think there's definitely some of our listeners that are. Yeah, for sure. And like you were saying before, you know, some people were starting to travel again before we got locked down again. But with that, it now feels like if you go somewhere, you can enjoy it. And like, you know what I mean by that? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the restrictions, there still might be some restrictions in place, but it's not like as strict as it had been before. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that to me, it kind of brings like the fun of travel back again, yeah. because it's not like you're restricted to doing the exact same things you are you have to do at home, mm-hmm. which is nice because, you know, that is the point of traveling. Like you're getting out there, you're trying new experiences, experiencing new culture. And it's no fun if you're like confined to a hotel room. Exactly. So trip wise, I know that I've got something planned that I have been getting excited for. And I know you have something coming in the future as well this Mm -hmm. year. So why don't we talk a bit about those two trips that are coming up for us? Yeah. So Rachel, yours is coming sooner than mine. And it's a little bit more concrete because everything is booked for you and it's not that far off. In fact, I think when this episode comes out, are you going to be gone? Yes. 
And um, that's terrifying. I know. That feels like so soon. <laughs> I know. So I um, am going for a week with my partner. We're going out to BC and we're going to go skiing at Whistler and going to see some friends and some family that are out there. And I'm super excited. I literally, it was the moment um, when I went to book it where I actually like felt like that 22-year-old version of me again, where it was such on a whim. Yeah that I did this just kind of had wound up that I had been chatting with somebody who I traveled with before and she just so happens to be passing through Vancouver around that time in March and I was like oh I can go to Vancouver in March too and then it just all happened very very quickly and um yeah I don't really know where it came from but I had been itching for the longest time to get somewhere and go somewhere again that I was just like, you know what? I just, I need to do it. Like if I wait any longer, it's just going to be this itchy sweater that just never eases up. And I think I would have gone a little stir crazy. So I am super excited for it. We still need to get our uh, Airbnb booked or hotel, whatever it is that we're going to wind up staying in. So it's more concrete, but you know, I like to leave things to semi last minute. Nice. And like, I know one thing for you, it never happens in Canada, is you actually got a good deal on flight tickets. Oh my God. Literally, like I have never really traveled in Canada because I'm just like, I might as well go to Europe and it's the same price. Yeah. Like I think we flew, there. we flew to the other side of the world for the same price as it would be to fly to BC. <laughs> exactly. Which is really depressing. But there's something wrong <laughs> with that. There is. And I just like, I don't know, we looked at the flight price and it was like, you know, usually the normal rate is around six or seven hundred dollars mm -hmm. for a ticket. And before the pandemic, it was even higher than that. And we got a there and back flight for like three hundred dollars. Amazing. And I was just like, all right, buy it. Let's go. We'll earn that money back and pay it off. So, yeah, now we're going to BC. Amazing. Oh, well, I'm so excited for you guys because yeah. I know like we're all kind of craving more that like hot destination trip, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to lie. I've been kind of watching the Olympics this week yeah. and just all the snow sports <laughs> and like the snowboarding. Uh, the women's half fight final was like insane last night. Um, mm -hmm. And then I was watching uh, some slalom as well. And I was just like, man, I kind of want to get out on my skis and my board. And <laughs> now then I was kind of jealous that you were going to like this amazing hill yeah. to, to go ski at. So well, you can come with us. <laughs> I'm sure the flights are still a good price. Just hop on with us. Let's yeah, go. <laughs> if only I could. If only I could. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Well, next time we'll do it there next time. But I kind of like we've been we'll talk about it a bit later, but we had discussed going overseas at some point this year, my partner and I, but I was just like, I don't feel uh, it's like I'm comfortable to travel in some ways right now, but I don't feel 100% comfortable going overseas at the moment just because restrictions just move so quickly and something could happen while I'm gone and then like, who knows? I'm not ready to risk that yet, I don't think. Yeah, because even though like it's far, you know, like Canada is a big country, so it's not like driving back to Ontario is that mm -hmm. easy. But if anything does change in the next month or so, like at least you're within Canada. Exactly. You know, it's a whole different thing if, if something goes down and you're on another continent. 
or as far away as you and I were three years ago. Exactly. Like it's it's a lot harder to get home. And, you know, if you're stuck there, what are you going to do? Like, you know, we already witnessed so many people getting stuck earlier on in the pandemic and not being able to get home that I feel like that's Mm -hmm. just a hassle we're all not ready for. No, like, thank God you and I can work from home. And I'm just like, hmm, what if I go overseas? I'll just bring my laptop with me. <laughs> but like, just pray that that doesn't happen. But yeah, what are what are you planning this year? Uh, so mine is a little bit less of a vacation, I would say. But this is actually the trip I was supposed to take, literally supposed to leave the next day mm-hmm. after the whole world went to shit and shut down. Yeah. That was March 15th, for, sorry, 14th. And I was supposed to leave on the 16th. And that was to take my horse and, and you know, some other people from my farm. We were going down to the States to horse show, mm-hmm. something we do uh, almost like not every winter, but almost every winter. Uh, it's just so much fun. You mm-hmm. know, you, you take your horses down, you live horse show life, show Mm -hmm. indoors. It's like all climate controlled and um, just kind of a nice way to break up the winter for us. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was literally the trip that we were like debating like, okay, do we go? But like, what if we get stuck in the States? Like, what are we going to do with like 10 horses stuck in the US with? And that was just when the world was like so unknown about the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So we did end up pulling the plug like two days out and like good thing because then the rest of the world went to shit and shut down. So yeah, like I haven't been anywhere since. And we were thinking of going down like in the springtime, but we're Mm -hmm. hoping to do the trip in September or October, which would be really nice because like we'll just be coming off of our show season. Um, So the horses are going to be really dialed in and it's going to be fun just to go to a new environment and show in some derbies, do a couple big classes and uh, just have a week of of horses. I love that for you. I'm so excited that you get to go again. I know. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be like sneaking onto your trip. You're going to be sneaking onto mine. I know. I'll just I'll just um stow away in the trailer. Yeah, we'll put you in a tack trunk. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. Just make sure like maybe check on me every so often, make sure I can breathe. Um if you want, I can put you in the ski bag. Okay. You know, you can be like, "Oh, we just we took like six pairs of skis with us," obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I think we got a great idea. Yeah. I think it's yeah, great. It's, it, there's no flaws, no flaws at all in that thinking. <laughs> none at all. None at all. But yeah, no, I'm really excited for you. Also, I love when at the beginning when you're like, yeah, it's not, it's not really like a vacation for me. But that is literally how you. Vacation. I know it's kind of sad. Like, um, so <laughs> I'm very fortunate to get uh, holidays where I work and I get mm-hmm. like three three weeks and then like we get some time off at Christmas, but I don't really count mm-hmm. that. And if yeah. I end up doing this trip, two of my weeks out of the year will be spent away at horse showing. But you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> no. Yeah. So no. that leaves me with one additional week. I never take days off. I mean, I was like cramming them in last year because I'm horrible and there was nowhere to go. So we'll see. Exactly. Maybe Maybe that last week I'll plan something kind of fun Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny we were at dinner the other night with uh some friends and the question came up like okay like where's the first place you want to travel uh my boyfriend said germany and i said italy and they're Mm -hmm. like oh and we just look at each other we're like meet in france and we're like yeah (laughs) (laughs) so going back to last week's episode of like doing things by yourself that would be like just my boyfriend and i he goes to germany i go to italy and we'll we'll hook up in france (laughs) 
<laughs> Which is funny because like pre-pandemic, didn't he really want to go to Italy? I uh I think he was like down. I like so. Like he honestly, he's just like, we're going somewhere. Okay, cool. Um True. India is actually pretty high on his list. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. He's always wanted to go to India. Oh. But I think once we venture out and travel again, I think Europe is gonna be our first stop just for some good culture you know that's that's kind of the goal there we're both not really into like the all-inclusive neither are we it's never been my thing um even as a kid um i always just liked Mm -hmm. the trips where we had to go and figure it out but honestly if someone just offered that to me i'd be like okay There is the part of me that wants to do it just like once, just be like, I am literally taking a week of my paid time off and I am going somewhere and like, do not try to reach me. I am on a beach drinking margaritas. Yes. Yeah, see, I was, I was also having that thought, but then I was just like, hey, I remember also before the pandemic, I wanted to do like a yoga retreat, mm-hmm. I think in like Costa Rica. Oh, a surf yoga retreat, remember? Yes, it was, it was, and it was actually, listeners, it was actually a, like a surfing yoga retreat. And I was like, oh my God, my mind is blown. <laughs> I remember we were like planning that. We were like, all right, in a year and a half, we're going. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, the, the world said no. So I feel like if I was going to go for like a more relaxing holiday, that's kind of what I would want to go do. That one I'm definitely coming with you on because that has like nostalgic meaning. Oh, yeah. That would that know? would just be so much fun. Yeah. What was that book that we read on that trip? Lost Girls or Lost something? Girls. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone's looking for a fun travel book, um, Lost Girls is great. I hope we have the title right. That'd be awkward. I think it is. I, I definitely Yeah. Is. But it was just like three friends and they were just like set a goal. Like they're like, we are traveling for the next year and we don't care what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It was very inspirational for us. It was, it was, yeah, and they they like ended it um, in I think I can't I can't remember if it was Co- if it was Costa Rica. Don't quote me on it, but they did like a surf retreat, and we were both like, "Ooh, <laughs> that sounds good. That's a good idea." Yeah. After we did two surfing classes, and we were like, "We are professional surfers. <laughs> we stood up. We are just pros." <laughs> <laughs> the next day, we literally were so tired that we didn't even try to stand up. We just body surf, laid on the board, and let the waves take us. <laughs> Yeah. So obviously we're experts. Um, Yeah. If there's a period of time where you don't hear from us, that's where we are. That sounds good. All right. New plan. Yeah. Anyway, I was just Mm -hmm. kind of thinking about your trip to Whistler and I think that's going to be a really good, I don't want to call it like a practice run, but you know what I mean by that for you and your boyfriend to travel together. Yes. I'm actually so glad you brought that up because like I did not have this on my list of things to talk about today, but then you started a talking about traveling with your boyfriend and I was like we should talk about yeah. this. And yeah, I am really excited about it because like he hasn't had as much travel experience as I have mm-hmm. and I've also never traveled with a man. Yeah. Before, like I grew up traveling since I was like a toddler and him not so much. So it's kind of like we're trying to find things that we both enjoy doing and being like, okay, where can we go do those things? Mm -hmm. So, you know, like the skiing, we're like, okay, we both have been skiing for a long time, both love to ski, let's go do that. And then another trip that we've been thinking about because he's really into architecture is we were going to go over to Europe and probably go to Rome Mm -hmm. for a week or so. So yeah, like I think it'll be a good practice run for us to figure out how we travel together and you know especially how he kind of operates when it comes to travel without it being so far 
you yeah. know, and still being familiar. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you're dealing with um, cultural barriers or language barriers. And it'll just be a good test run to see like how you both react because there can be mm-hmm. some high pressure situations when you're traveling. You know, it's not all just yeah. relaxation. So yeah, I think it's going to be really good for you guys. Um, my boyfriend and I as well, like we've done trips together, but we've never like gone far, far away. So that mm-hmm. would be interesting to see like how mm-hmm. how we are. Um, I'm not like concerned or anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it'll just be interesting to see like because you know how people have different styles of how like planned they like yeah. things. And I'm I'm interested to see like which one of us becomes the planner when we get there. Like who's the one who's like we need to be here at 8.45. I feel like in the morning. Okay. I'm, I'm placing my bets and our, our pod fam can do this as well. But I'm putting the bet on okay. like him. <laughs> Only because I've traveled with you. So like I know. I literally will just wake up and I'll be like, the wind is taking me here today. The wind is calling my name in this direction. <laughs> Have I booked a hotel or an Airbnb? Have I booked the car that we need to get from the Vancouver airport to Whistler? No. Nothing. You're, nothing. you're stressing so, me uh, out now because you're leaving in I'm three sorry. weeks. You'll be gone by the time this comes out and like I know. Get your shit together, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like there. I think there's a difference between the trip that him and I are going on and like our trip, of course, that we went on because like we really needed a year to plan for that. Except if you guys want like an example of our different travel styles, I like kind of knew when our flight left from each place. I had a color coordinated calendar with you did the time zones and. Yes. It also included the time zones of what it would be back home. So when we wanted to call home, we would know what time it was. She really kept me together, guys. <laughs> she really, she really did. Um, God bless you because otherwise I don't know what would happen. <laughs> we still sitting at the airport waiting for the flight to take off. I know. I don't even think I need to like place a bet on when you and your boyfriend travel together. You will be prepared. Oh, it's already me. And I don't doubt it for a minute. Yeah, he was invited actually like on a on a bachelor trip oh. in the springtime. I don't know if he's actually going or not, but I'm just like, if you're going, make sure your passport's renewed because I know his passport's not up to date. Um. <laughs> we had the same conversation where I was just like, do you have a, is your passport expired? And he's like, I don't even know where my passport is. And I was like, good. Yeah, I know. All I said was like, do not underestimate how long it takes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like. It's yes. not fun if you're supposed to be leaving the country and all of a sudden you find out passports expired because that happened to me. I don't know if I shared that story, but like I was supposed to go to Boston with my dad. Thought my passport oh, was good. I don't think you ever told me that. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I, I just for whatever reason thought my passport was good. But, you know, I'd been in school for a bunch of years, never left and like didn't really go far, didn't need my passport. And mm-hmm. like two weeks out, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> My password's not valid. And yeah, you don't want to be messing around with that kind of stuff. So, And now you've been prepared ever since. Oh, always, always. Ever since I had to be always. like an adult and like take care of my own shit, I'm just like, this stuff mm-hmm. needs to be in order. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel better, we're booking, we're going to book one this weekend. Okay. That does make It was like, we were just, we were trying to like iron some stuff out about how it's actually working. And then we were going to get a spot, so it'll all be okay. Okay. Do you need me to, like, make you a contact list of, like, the addresses, the contact people, and your check-in dates? 
Yes. Is it just for you so that you can make sure I'm okay? Yes. And then I can like, you know, look at the day. I'd be like, oh, they're here. Okay. They've checked in. (laughs) You're like, I feel better. Okay. I'll make sure. um, I'll give you all the details so that you feel secure. Okay. Thank you. I'm such a mom when I come to traveling. I've literally become my mother. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you're not even coming on this trip and you're like, Rachel, I need to know where you are. I need to know what time you're picking up the car. Uh, text me before you take off and as soon as you land, thank you. (laughs) That's just how we roll in my family because like my dad traveled so much, but that's just Mm -hmm. what we did. Like I just knew, I knew all of his flights. I knew his flight numbers. He would call me when he was taking off. He'd call me when he'd land, you know? So I'm just, I'm just used to checking in with people when they're traveling. (laughs) Yes. Well, I, I, I think that that's like a really good thing to have in a travel buddy too, though is just kind of like you have to have like that good give and take yeah you know what I mean yes for sure and if our listeners have not listened to I believe like episode one where we very nervously talked about our travel experience um I am not yeah. actually like a every minute must be planned and booked person I'm just no I'm you're just not that out there not. but like the big stuff mm-hmm. I make sure that shit is done uh, so I'm just throwing that out there, so just so I don't sound like like every moment of a travel like of a trip is like planned. <laughs> yeah, we did pretty good with that, you know. Like I think when we had traveled before, um, we kind of divided and conquered when it came to those big things. Yeah. Like I remember we had booked the Elephant Sanctuary like months before we left, and that's kind of similar to like this. Is like we're gonna make sure like we have our lift tickets before we yeah. go. But, you know, if we have a day that we're not skiing, it's going to be like, all right, we could go here or we could just lay in bed and do nothing. Oh, yeah, exactly. You got to leave some time for that freedom because you could get to a place, see something absolutely amazing, and Mm -hmm. you want to make sure you have that free time so you could go check it out. Exactly. Anyway, kind of jumping off this topic, I think there's just we need to kind of like go back to the reality of what the world is right now. And there's going to be some requirements that your country might require and also the country that you're going to. So you really, really want to just research those. And like, like we were saying earlier, things change so quickly. So Mm -hmm. even in like the weeks and days leading up to when you're supposed to leave, keep checking up on those regulations to see if anything has Mm -hmm. changed. Um, So a lot Mm -hmm. of the big things right now is like you might need a PCR test or I believe if you don't quote me on this people like tested positive and you can show that you tested positive uh for covid that you don't have to show a negative pcr test like you might have to show a vaccine record like definitely know everything you need to know before you go mm-hmm. uh cuz even i mm-hmm. i know some people who had a bit of a a horror story earlier um in the fall and like luckily they just rolled with it and made the best out of it Mm -hmm. but they had done all the things that they thought they needed to do they get to their destination and then that country had just like decided they're like no no we like also need this test but like you either have to quarantine here for your whole trip or you have to fly back to the states get this test and and fly back. Um, So they ended up going to the States and it was just like extra money on extra plane tickets. Um, Mm -hmm. They did make the best of it and like just enjoyed the ride. But like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. what a stressful situation to be in with time and money, you know? 
Yeah, no, I that would be very, very stressful for me. And that kind of ties into another point, which I think definitely applies now, but also applied to us in the past. And given that things have been in flux and changing over the last few years, maybe if you're going somewhere overseas, check if there are any new travel visas Mm -hmm. that you might need that just could have been influenced depending on which country you're going to. Maybe they changed something in the last couple of years. Still, we'll never forget the time that we didn't realize that we needed a visitor's visa to get into Australia. Yeah, from Thailand. We almost got stuck in Thailand, guys. And we ended yeah. up having to spend, what, $100 US yes. for like this half hour visa. And it was the most stressful 29 minutes of your life, 31 minutes of mine, because we literally were not allowed on the plane. And, no. You know, we were getting connecting flights and we had to make these flights to get mm-hmm. to our next destination. Mm-hmm. And like, we were not ignorant here. Like we actually did do all of this research. So yeah, going back to like, check the weeks leading up and check the days leading up to your trip. Yes. So it could, it happened then. It can most definitely happen now and might actually be more likely. So just be careful with that. And also make sure once you actually get there that you understand what regulations are in place and the place that you are visiting because, you know, it's always been important to respect the country that you are visiting. But I think right now it's just we're all doing our best. They're all just trying to keep their people safe. So make sure you're respectful and follow the regulations that are in place wherever you are. And do the research on it before you get there too. Yeah, absolutely. Like you want to make sure you're prepared and, um, again, keeping yourself safe and you know mm-hmm. don't be dumb follow the rules no. <laughs> don't end up on reddit <laughs> or the news for something stupid um another mm-hmm. point and this is not to do with covid this is just if you were going anywhere at any time is depending on the places you're going you might want to look into getting specific vaccines mm-hmm. you know cuz things like malaria typhoid fever um hepatitis They are a little bit more high risk in different countries and you want to protect yourself the best you can. Of course, it's always your choice. Uh, I don't think any of these vaccines are actually like mandatory for you to go into a country. Not that I'm aware of, at least. Uh, Don't quote us on on that one. But we used Passport Health in the past and they were Mm -hmm. wonderful. You just give them all the destinations that you're going to and they will give you a list of vaccines that you might want to take just to help with preventative measures. And then also mm-hmm. the um, the liquid Ducarol stuff. Amazing. That was great. Amazing. It was great. I don't think I would travel without that mm-hmm. again um, no. because, you know, we went all over the place and never once experienced like any of the horrible symptoms of uh what did it prevent like i think it was travelers tra- yeah sorry uh, travelers diarrhea, diarrhea and um there is a, like mm-hmm. there's a more medical term for that but i cannot think of it at the moment that's what we're calling it right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we never had like any ill effects when when we were away so i would definitely take that again i think it lasts up for two years but yeah that is just like a kind of a smart thing to look into especially if you're going to more high-risk areas yeah we would recommend it especially um 
I don't know if it's elsewhere in Canada, but if you are in Ontario, a fellow Ontarian, and you want to get some travel vaccines, Passport Health is great. We had a really good experience with them. Um, and they're just super helpful. Like they gave us like a whole book and they were like, all right, this is what you might need depending on the time of year. And I was like, thank you. Do you remember that book? Yeah, I still have that that book just in case, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just in case. what was also really great about them is uh, you do have to pay out of pocket. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any insurance companies cover those kinds so. of vaccines. Maybe someone's does. But they were very good about um, like, okay, go to your doctor for this one because it will be covered under mm-hmm. OHIP. Or like this one you can only get here, but and this is the price. Yeah, and they were really good too about like obviously go early. Like if you're doing a big trip like we did in the past, go like pretty in advance because then they'll also like structure it in a way where, you know, like I think it was – I don't remember what – was it Japanese encephalitis or something where we needed to get it like six months before we left? And they're just really great with that and it just makes the the cost burden a little bit less because it's a bit more spread out for the ones that you can only get through passport health and stuff Mm -hmm. like that um on the topic of more preventative or cautionary measures we did also want to touch on travel insurance and you made a great point today that i want you to expand on where a lot of travel insurance companies are not covering you getting covid No, they're not. So I think in the beginning, before, you know, everyone really knew what was going on, it might have been covered, but a Mm -hmm. lot of travel insurance companies are are not covering you Mm -hmm. getting sick from COVID. I think it has a lot to do as well with trip cancellation. Someone that I work with brought it up where she said that they won't allow that as something um, where you can claim trip cancellation. Mm -hmm insurance because they're like oh well it's a well-known issue or problem that it could arise yeah it's kind of one of those things but that by booking the trip in the first place you are acknowledging that you know potentially getting covid is a risk um because it's so Mm -hmm. widespread at the moment and what i'm not sure about is how now i like i i think we're beyond knock on wood the uh time where we're in like full country lockdowns and like Hopefully. international flights are not allowed. Um, mm-hmm. So I just, I don't know if the insurance covers that as well. I would assume so if like flights were actually being canceled. Um, mm-hmm. One little known fact though is if you are booking a trip with your credit card, a lot of your credit card companies actually do have included travel insurance with the cards. Uh, you do have to read mm-hmm. the fine print because it can be different for every card, but that is a nice backup. Um, you know, if your flight has been delayed and or canceled and you have to make like last minute accommodations, the insurance can help out with that. If your luggage is lost, travel accidents, emergency things, Uh, It Mm -hmm. is nice to know that your credit card does have that coverage, but just definitely, you know, even call the your credit card company, ask them about it because it's good to be in the know before before Mm -hmm. you go. And then if anything happens, you know that you're going to be okay and you don't have to worry about that financial burden. Indeed. All great advice. And before we end off, 
let's hop off the more serious stuff and get more inspirational again. What are, I guess maybe let's do like top three. What are like the top three trips that you want to do in the future that we haven't already like mentioned? Oh, oh man. Oh, man. (laughs) Stressful. I've kind of mentioned three. Um, Okay, so I'm going to say my first one is Italy. I'm I'm just gonna, I'm sticking right. with Italy because it's something, it's somewhere I've wanted to go for a long time. So that's my number one. What's mm-hmm. yours? My number one is I want to do kind of a mix between just like me to a ring around and then also a yoga retreat in Bali. Mm, yeah, that's like a big dream of mine to do that. So what's your second one? Uh, my second one. I'm gonna go with a trip that I actually had fully planned and was like one step away from Mm -hmm. booking. And that was my solo trip to France. Um, Oh, I want that for you. I know. I had everything like planned out. I knew exactly where I was going to go. I was looking at like where I could stay. And I was really excited to just do something on my own. And this was like fall of 2019 that I was planning it. And I was going to like start in Paris work my way down. I was going to go on a riding trip um, Mm. uh, just on the coast and then kind of make my way down in the south of France and make my way back up. I was really excited to go on it. And it was kind of weird. I I woke up one morning and it was literally like when I went to bed, I was just like, oh, I got to book this trip. Like I'm so excited for it. And then when I woke up the next morning, I was like, I can't go. I cannot go on this trip. I don't know why, but I cannot go. Like I just had this strong, overwhelming feeling that I couldn't go. And friends, the date of the trip that I was planning on leaving was early May 2020. So premonition or what? (laughs) 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 If only I knew what was ahead of us. But like it was so weird. I just had this overwhelming sense of like, I couldn't go. And I had the feeling like something was going to happen to me. And I even talked to like my spiritual therapist about it. And she was kind of saying like, oh, you know, maybe in a previous life something happened to you. Like, I don't know. But if you're getting this urge that you can't go, like, don't go. So somehow my intuition knew that there was going to be a global crisis. (laughs) (laughs) That there was a that was Sorry I didn't share the news, friends. I could have like helped us (laughs) prevent things. (laughs) So that's my number two. All right. So my number two, uh, it's kind of like a tie between two of them because I just realized what I want my last one to be. So I need to like kind of do four. Um, And it's a tie between uh, a trip that my boyfriend and I have been planning to spend a week and a half in Rome and then another week in uh, traveling around Croatia. Nice. So I I have been to Rome when I was a little kid, so I don't remember too much of it. And I just – I feel like it would be a really great experience for us to go together because I know, like, he would really love it. And I just – I've always had, like, kind of a fascination with that period of history. So I'm very excited about that potential. And I also have always been very drawn to Egypt. Mm. So I really want to check that out at some point in my life. I'm not sure when that would be. It's not like something that I've been actively planning, but like I would like to see it in my lifetime. Is that your number three? It's like my tie for my number two because my number three is like a special one. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. What's what's yours? My number three. 
I'm going back to New Zealand. Oh my God, that was going to be mine. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I think if we're going to New Zealand, we're not coming back for a while. <laughs> I don't think so either. Like, I think we're gone for a bit. <laughs> it was just, oh, it's just, oh man, it, it's such a special country. I just feel like there's more to see and do in New Zealand. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably. I mean, last time we were there, we almost didn't leave. Oh so. man, if we weren't so responsible, <laughs> I we know. probably wouldn't have come. Home. I know. Um. Yeah, yeah. So those are our top three, and I know we're talking about about all these like big grandioso trips, but mm-hmm. even for people like. Just just get out of your town, you know, or even you don't even have to leave yeah. your town. Go stay at an Airbnb. Go just be a tourist. Staycation. Yeah, like one great thing right now. I know this is applicable in Ontario. I don't know if it's like for the rest of the, the country, um, but there's mm-hmm. actually like a tax incentive for staycations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe you get mm-hmm. like 20% back mm-hmm. as a tax credit just for taking awesome. a holiday in Ontario, which like, cool. why not, guys? Like, go do it. I really hope that is like the whole country. I just don't have it in front of me at the moment. But mm-hmm. I think even if we just start taking small steps to get back out mm-hmm. again, or you know, even if before the pandemic you had never traveled before and now you're feeling inspired, this is a great mm-hmm. way to take those baby steps and just get comfortable with the whole mm-hmm. process of like budgeting, booking, packing, getting there and and being there because like it's it's kind of a big deal you know yeah well like for example last year we went to prince edward county Mm -hmm. which is kind of like the east wine country which i think that's only like a two-hour drive from where you are but for us it was like four Mm -hmm. it actually felt once we got there like we had like traveled yeah because of the time it took to get there Mm -hmm. yeah and you know there's so much to see and do in our country so like, let's enjoy mm-hmm. it. I mean, there's people coming from all over the world to see what we got. We might as well go see it too. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. One one trip uh, my boyfriend and I have talked about, like if we were to kind of do something in Canada uh, with like besides going to see family out west is like we would love to do a whole Maritimes tour. But, like it's, it's part of Canada I haven't been to yet. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I love about this country. Like Every province is vastly different in its um in mm-hmm. its appearance and its culture. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like almost going to completely separate different countries without even leaving Canada. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like uh yeah, you would love Nova Scotia. Yeah. Yeah. My mom actually mm-hmm. lived in New Brunswick for a while. Did she? Yeah. When she was I feel like, like she probably told me that at some point. Yeah, probably. Um you know what? We need to have your mom here and she can tell her travel stories because oh let me tell you. She's got some wild ones. <laughs> she really does. My favorite one. We're not going to spoil it. But um, it was it was a certain trip when I, she was in South Africa. <laughs> Let's just say it's a little nerve wracking when parts of the plane are still left on the tarmac <laughs> after you take off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, we need to bring uh, both our mothers on and just be like, tell us what it was like to travel in the right. 80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm feeling excited and inspired. Are you? I am too. I'm looking forward to it. I feel like I need to gather my thoughts on mm-hmm. just on a small trip to take uh, just for relaxation, you know, work my way back up again. 
But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm feeling inspired and I hope our listeners are feeling inspired as well. Definitely share with us on Instagram where you're going or where you would like to go. We can put all this good mm-hmm. energy out there and hopefully get the world to open up again. Yes, please, because the itch is present and we got to get out there. Yes. So if you feel called to, please give us a uh, subscribe and a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can also leave ratings on Spotify now, which is really exciting. And give us a follow on our Instagram. It's the tea with Laura and Rachel. We would love to hear from you. And with that, live like tea. Live like tea.